the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I know a place where we can go to lay the troubles down eating your soul. This is Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. Now, your host, Eric Cartier, Senior Pastor of Rocky Mountain Calvary Church. Like a tide, it is rising up deep inside a current that moves and makes it come alive. Welcome to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. Hope that you're doing well. Thanks so much for joining me. It is October 31st, Halloween evening, and we are having a harvest gathering at Rocky Mountain Calvary right now as I speak. So I want to invite you to come down to Austin Bluffs and Academy and join us for our harvest gathering. It's a great, great uh, time. It'll last till eight o'clock tonight and giant games for kids, candy, Great fellowship celebrating the light and love of uh, Jesus Christ. This is Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. You're listening to Crosswalk right here on 100.7 The Word. Hope that your Halloween is doing well. Change of seasons is taking place. It seems like always on the 31st. Fall is on its way out and winter's on its way here uh, for sure. So pastor here in the city. I'm a local pastor. Love uh, pastoring in our city, have four kids, a beautiful wife, uh, Amber, just thankful to live in Colorado Springs. What's unique about Crosswalk Colorado Springs is it's focused on uh, Southern Colorado. I wanted to take time today, as it is uh, Halloween, to talk about how light uh, trumps over uh, darkness. Uh, before I do that, though, just want to encourage you as well. Uh, it is a uh, voting season, and as believers, We want to take our biblical worldview and apply it to every area of our life, uh, including voting. So make sure to vote, get those ballots in. Also, uh, you can register to vote leading right up to November 8th. You can go in person and register to vote and vote here in El Paso uh, County. A great resource is churchvotersguide.org, churchvotersguide, and to be able to take a look at that and be able to get some great information on candidates. It's churchvotersguides.org, churchvotersguides.org. There's several things on the ballot here uh, locally to pay attention to as well, is it's on our ballot whether we're going to approve recreational marijuana or not. And I think that uh, recreational marijuana would really be damaging to our community. We even had our city council come out and say that they were opposed uh, to it. Also on a state level, uh, there is a bill to pass uh, mushrooms, psychedelic mushrooms, and make them legal here in Colorado where you can grow them and you can use them. So I want to encourage you just to take your biblical worldview uh, and apply it to, to voting. Get in the scriptures, know what the scriptures say, pray over the ballot, Get into churchvotersguides.org. The nice thing about that voters guide is they just ask candidates where they stand on uh, particular issues. And so you can definitely uh, take 
take a look at that. Hope you're having a great evening. Halloween's a, a great time to be with family, a great time to uh, celebrate Jesus Christ because we get to celebrate Jesus every day of uh, the year. want to invite you right now to come down to Rocky Mountain Calvary, Austin Bluffs and Academy. We're in the middle of our harvest uh, gathering. Church turns into a giant playland uh, for kids. There's big air jumpers, laser tag. So it lasts till eight. So you got a little bit of time, get in your car, come down, invite some friends uh, to be with you as well. Halloween traditionally is an evening that is uh, focused on evil, focused on darkness, focused on fear. One of the things that I love in scripture is that light always triumphs over darkness. If you're in a dark room, right now I'm in a studio that's fairly fairly dark, and you turn on the light, what happens? The light triumphs over the darkness uh, every time. I remember where I grew up in Southern Oregon, the Oregon Caves, they would do this tour and you'd go on a field trip. And in this tour, inevitably in the middle of the cave, they'd say, all right, we're going to turn the lights out. And it was just pitch darkness. You couldn't even see your hand in front of your face. And it was terrifying uh, for sure. But then they would turn the lights uh, back on. And unfortunately, we're seeing things get more and more dark uh, in our culture There's so much more violence uh, that is uh, taking place. Uh, We see the issue of of life being attacked, where life at every age and every stage is being attacked. God's definition of of sexuality is being uh, attacked. And we can be overwhelmed with the the darkness, a culture that wants to reject God as the creator. But I want to encourage you that light does triumph over darkness. And on this night, uh, Halloween, we get to celebrate light. We get to celebrate the love of Jesus Christ. And in Matthew chapter 5, we're actually called uh, to be salt and light. This is Matthew 5 verse 13. It says, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a lampstand, but on a lampstand it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. I encourage you tonight as it is Halloween to allow your light to shine. What does salt do? Well, salt preserves. Salt provokes thirst. And we want to be that preserving agent in culture. We want to provoke thirst for people to know and love Jesus, desire a relationship uh, with Jesus Christ. So tonight's a great night to serve. You know, open up your home, give out some candy. And while you're doing so, give out the love of Jesus Christ. If you're out with your kids, trick-or-treating can be very stressful. But this is an opportunity to love your neighbors, love uh, your neighborhood, share the love of Jesus Christ, be the salt and light. Allow people to know that Jesus loves them, that Jesus uh, died uh, for them. Maybe consider uh, coming down to Rocky Mountain Calvary right now and inviting a friend uh, to come with you. But we don't want to be intimidated by the darkness. We want to let our lights shine. And what's interesting here in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, is it says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So what are specifically 
are they seeing? They're seeing our good works. And as they see our good works, they realize, man, there's something different about those Christians. There's something different about those believers. So this is a, a great night to make some hot chocolate, brew up some hot chocolate and share it with your neighbors and love on them in the name of uh, Jesus Christ. You know, I'm excited that tonight we get to have our harvest gathering at RMC, but I remember in 2020, we weren't able to, and we encouraged the the church to reach out in their neighborhood. And it was a really cool year. I know my wife and I normally were here at the church, but we were home that particular uh, Halloween and our driveway just opened it up with some hot chocolate and loved on our neighbors. And it was a great, great time uh, for sure. But we don't want to just reach out on Halloween because it's a time that's known uh, for darkness. We want to live our lives reaching out with the love of Jesus Christ. And I've been saying this for a little while now, but I believe that the times that we're living in are an awesome time for the gospel. It's ripe for us to be sharing uh, the love of Jesus Christ because there's so many people that are discouraged. There's so much confusion. There's discouragement when we look at the government. There's discouragement when we look at the economy. There's discouragement with uh, mental health and and to share the gospel, to share the hope of Jesus Christ. So I just want you to hear this, you know, as you're driving down the road, as you're home for the evening, hear this with fresh ears. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world. That's you, that's me, that's our neighbors. That's Colorado Springs, Pueblo, Canyon City. And we get the opportunity on this Halloween evening to celebrate the love of Jesus Christ, that light trumps darkness, and to be able to share the love of Jesus Christ with others. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're having a great Halloween evening. Enjoying your kids, enjoying your grandkids. This is Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. You're listening to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. Want to remind you that Crosswalk does turn into a podcast. Anywhere that you find your podcast, just type in Crosswalk Colorado Springs and you should find us. Stay with us because when we come back from the break, we're going to continue to look at how light triumphs over darkness. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back on 100.7 The Word. Crosswalk Colorado Springs on 100.7 The Word. Welcome back to Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. This is Pastor Eric Cartier. Hope that you're doing well and you're enjoying your Halloween this evening. We're having our harvest gathering right now as I speak. You can come join us at Rocky Mountain, Calvary, Austin Bluffs, and Academy. The party's going to be going till 8 o'clock. So we've got a box maze, laser tag, a bunch of games for younger kids, uh, big air jumpers, Lots of candy, but most importantly, we are celebrating the love of Jesus Christ. On this night that is known for darkness, we want to celebrate who Jesus is uh, for sure. Today, we're looking at how light triumphs over darkness, how that whenever you turn on the light, the darkness is dispelled. I want to draw your attention to an awesome, awesome scene in John chapter 8. Jesus went up to the Mount of Olives, and he comes down early in the morning. The Mount of Olives looks over the Temple Mount, just an absolutely beautiful setting, and he sits down 
uh, to teach and things get very, very uh, interesting. So I'm going to read to you out of John and and we're going to see how Jesus is the light of the world and how Jesus triumphs over darkness. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Now early in the morning, he came again into the temple and all the people came to him and he sat down and he taught them. Can you picture that? As you're driving down the road, as you're listening on this Halloween, can you picture Jesus just sitting down and teaching and opening up the word? Then the scribes and the Pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said to him, teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. And I've often wondered, you know, where was the man in this? You know, it takes two to commit adultery, but they just grabbed the woman Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what do you say? The law said if you were caught in adultery that you'd be stoned to death, capital punishment. So they're really trying to entrap Jesus. This they said, testing him, that they might have something of which to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger as though he didn't hear. So Jesus is wise. He's aware that they're trying to entrap him. He gets down on his knees and he begins to write in the ground, just just write on the ground. So when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and said to them, he who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at her first. So here you are, they're going to be so mad at Jesus if Jesus doesn't execute this woman via stoning. But Jesus wisely points it back to these leaders, these scribes and the Pharisees. He says, hey, if you're without sin, then you throw the first stone. The only one that is able to bring this kind of judgment is someone without sin. And God is the only one without sin. And again, he stooped down and he wrote on the ground. Then those who heard it being convicted by their conscience went out one by one, being with the oldest, even to the last, and Jesus was left alone and the woman standing in the midst. Did you catch that? They left from oldest to youngest. We don't know what Jesus was writing, but I think we have an idea. Whatever he was writing was convicting these scribes and the Pharisees. He may have wrote down a date. He might have wrote down a particular place or time, but he's pointing out sin in these scribes and Pharisees' lives, most likely. Whatever it was, It was convicting to them where they leave their stones to execute this woman. And now it's just the woman caught in adultery and it's Jesus. Now remember where we're going. It's Jesus being the light of the world on this night that's normally known for darkness. We celebrate Jesus as the light. When Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? She said, no one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Did you hear those words? Jesus is the one that's without sin. Jesus is the one that could condemn her. But he offers her forgiveness, even though she's guilty. And that's true for you. That's true for me. And that's the light of God's love. I'm guilty before Holy God, I'm caught in my sin. I'm busted. I deserve not only execution, but also eternal separation from God. But Jesus, through his blood, 
provides forgiveness, extends forgiveness for my sins. Hallelujah. Praise, praise the Lord for his forgiveness. Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. I am the light of the world. And this night that's known for darkness, Jesus is the light of the world. And we see Jesus being the light of the world to this woman that's caught in adultery. He exposes his love into her sin situation, not for condemnation, but check this, for forgiveness and for restoration and encourages her in her forgiveness to sin no more. And this is the message of Christ. He forgives us of our sin and he calls us out of sin. As you're listening, as you're driving down the road, listening to this podcast, you may be being convicted by the Holy Spirit because there's some sin in your life and it's being exposed by the Lord. And your first thought is, could God forgive me? And the answer is yes. Jesus says, I do not condemn you. But then also hear the words of Jesus to go your way and sin no more. Jesus not only provides forgiveness of sin, but he also gives us the power to be able to change. And I know for me that that's the real difficulty is is allowing God's power to transform my life to where I don't have to continue in those patterns of sin any longer. And it's this interaction with the woman caught in adultery where Jesus declares to us that he's the light of the world. I want to draw your attention to this statement. I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. The I am statement is so significant in the scriptures. Moses was being called by God. Here he was in the wilderness. God was calling him to go back and confront Pharaoh to let God's people go. Moses says, well, wait a second. I need to know the name, your name, God, the the name of the one who is sending me. And God responds, I am that I am. What a statement. The Almighty is declaring that he is the great I am. What's beautiful about the Gospel of John is John then gives us more definition, zooms in on who is the great I am. When Jesus says, I am, he's declaring himself to be deity. Deity. I am the light of the world. He is God. And there's several of these statements in the Gospel of John. I'm the bread of life. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. I'm the door. I'm the good shepherd. So as you're going about your Halloween evening to know that Jesus is the light of the world and he lights up our darkness and he invites us to follow him. And if we're following him, we're not going to walk in darkness, but we're going to walk in his light. I want you to stay with me because we're going to unpack this more of what does it mean to walk in the light? How does this impact our our fellowship uh, with, with Jesus? Hope you're having a great night. Hope that you're enjoying your Halloween. And remember that Jesus is the light of the world and he calls us to be light. Look for those that you can serve, not only this Halloween evening, but each and every day of the year. It's when the Christian life gets really exciting. When we wake up and go, how can I share the love of Jesus Christ uh, with with others? Also want to invite you down to Rocky Mountain Calvary. We're right in the middle 
of our harvest gathering and goes till eight o'clock tonight. It's free. We want to love on people in Jesus name. There's candy, there's big air jumpers. So get in your car, head down to Austin Bluffs and Academy laser tag box maze. It's one of our favorite events of the year uh, for sure. This is crosswalk Colorado Springs with pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky mountain Calvary. You're listening to 100.7, The Word. Stay with me as we're celebrating Jesus as the light of the world. We'll be right back. This is Crosswalk, Colorado Springs, on 100.7, The Word. Welcome back to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. This is Pastor Eric Cartier. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you're having a great Halloween, enjoying time with your kids and grandkids, sharing the love of Jesus Christ. Tonight I wanted to dedicate the show talking about how light trumps darkness, triumphs over darkness. We just talked about before the break that Jesus is the light of the world and he invites us to follow him. And if we're going to follow him, then we walk in the light. First John picks up on this as well, where if we're in darkness, then we're not having fellowship with Christ. But if we walk in the light, then we have fellowship with him and with the father. We see this with the woman that was caught in adultery as as she's in sexual sin. She's not enjoying a fellowship with God like she could, but God forgives her and her grace and and invites her into that deeper relationship uh, with Christ. I think of it this way, you know, if I've sinned against my wife, it affects our fellowship. It affects our, our friendship until I ask for forgiveness. And she's always really gracious uh, to forgive me. But if I don't own my sin and turn from it, then it's going to affect our closeness as husband and wife. And how much more so with God? Our sin affects our fellowship uh, with the Lord. But as soon as we own it, as soon as we confess it, First John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sin, that he's faithful and he's just to forgive us of our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So bring our sin to the Lord, bring it into the light, and then rely upon his power to then begin to walk in the light, to go your way and sin uh, no more. You know, as I think on Halloween evening here, I've got a lot of great memories uh, with our kids, with my wife and with our kids. We've got four kids three daughters and a son. Uh, Their ages vary from 19, 16, 12, and 10. And I remember, you know, when they're younger and they're dressing up for RMC's harvest gathering and their costumes and the girls looking so cute and pretty. And my son, when he was young, would always do camo. And we have some friends that are soldiers and serve in our military and just loaded him up with military gear. And he would wear that here at the church. And it's just such a special time uh, with, with our families. I think about what the scripture says to redeem the time, to take advantage of the time because it so quickly passes by. Also have a lot of great memories of harvest gatherings on Halloween here at Rocky Mountain Calvary. We have a rich history in our city of doing a harvest gathering. You can come down tonight at last till six, get in your car. We'd, we'd love to to have you. But couple of memories from our harvest gatherings that stand out is we always rent a, a big air jumper with jousting where you're in this ring, this blown up ring and you joust. And before the event starts, we'll 
as pastors have a jousting competition to see who can be the king of the hill, the king of the jousting. And man, it's, it's, it's so much fun and I inevitably lose, uh, but man, I'll go down trying, go down hard. And so that's fun to be able to do that. We also take the sanctuary and turn it into to laser tag and put up the chairs and cardboard boxes and trying to shoot each other in the sanctuary. So this this place that is normally the place of worship and teaching the word becomes this awesome place for a laser tag. But one harvest gathering stands out to me more than any others. And I think it was the first or second year that we were in our building here at Austin Bluffs and Academy. Prior to that, we were over by Harmony Bowl. It was probably in the early 2000s. And it just snowed. It was one of those harvest gatherings that just snowed and came down and we were diehards and we weren't going to cancel the, the harvest gathering. And we had uh, rented and set up this this tent uh, outside and we're trying to have all of the games and set up these remote control cars. And it was just so painfully uh, cold. So that stands out in my heart, in my mind, uh, for sure. Time with my kids, time with my church family. A lot, a lot of work goes into this harvest gathering and, and so thankful for Pastor Robert. He's our assistant pastor. He really makes it happen. But then so many people that are so gracious to uh, volunteer. You know, what are some of your memories on Halloween harvest gathering? I know that sometimes as a church, we take a little bit of heat because we do have a harvest gathering on Halloween night. And some people don't think that we should do that. But we're not celebrating darkness. We're celebrating light. And God's placed us in such a strategic place in the city at Austin Bluffs and Academy, right in the central part of the city. That was his doing, not our doing. But we want the church building to be open to share the love of Jesus Christ and to be able to have families come in. And every year we'll see a lot of new faces that come in at the harvest gathering and and sometimes they choose to stay and they, they come and join us for a Saturday night service or Sunday morning and talked with several people over the years where they've made arms see their church home just from coming to the harvest gathering. So I just want to encourage you tonight, just felt led on this night that is filled with, with darkness to, to focus on the love of Jesus Christ and to focus on the fact that Christ's love casts out all fear. And it really has been a time of fear. It seems like the enemy has been trying to overwhelm us as believers with fear. And Halloween night can be a night of darkness and fear. So I want to remind you of a couple of promises. And the first is what Paul spoke to Timothy. And he says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. So if your days are being dominated by fear, I want you to listen to that just one more time as you're driving, as you're listening to this podcast. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. What's interesting, when Paul was writing that to Timothy, he was imprisoned and he was coming to the end of his life. He was ultimately going to be martyred, but he's saying, Timothy, I don't want you to be afraid of suffering. God has not given you a spirit of fear. God does not want fear to dominate our lives. And we can be in a fear of what's happening in our country with the government, some of the laws that have been passed and are attempting to be passed. We, we can be fear of the economy. My goodness, you know, 
inflation going up almost 9%, 8.7% this year so far. Interest rates going up, stock market going down, property values going down, the job market is starting to cool, and we can start to panic, and we can start to get in a place of fear. But God hasn't given us a, a spirit of, of fear. We can start to wonder, you know, what are we going to have to suffer in, in Jesus' name? But what has God given us? Not a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and sound mind. And this Halloween, God wants to meet you right now. Whatever you're doing, you're, you're home cooking, you're driving, listening to this podcast later. He wants to meet you with his love with a sound mind, which means a stable mind, a sober mind, a a mind that's balanced upon the promises of God. Also in 1 John, it says that perfect love casts out all fear. Because God loves us perfectly, we don't have to be in a place of fear, that his love will come in and replace our our fears. So what is it that you're fearful of tonight? Are you fearful for your safety? Fearful over rejection? fearful over what's taking place in the economy, know that God's perfect love casts out fear. In a night that's known for darkness, take a moment to celebrate God's love. God's with you. He loves you. He's promised you eternal life. If you don't know Christ as your Savior, what a night to turn to Christ and to be saved. Here on Halloween, when people are celebrating darkness. You're, you're hearing my voice and you're hearing the message of Jesus Christ that God loves you, that he died for you, that he rose again. If you turn from sin, the Bible calls it repentance and believe right now. Believe in your heart. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you will be saved. God indeed loves you. And his light, his love is going to come into your life and is going to trump, is going to triumph over darkness. You're listening to Crosswalk Colorado Springs with Pastor Eric Cartier on 100.7 The Word. Stay with me. We're going to continue to celebrate the love of Jesus on this Halloween evening. Try my best but just don't get it right Where I talk a talk that I don't walk and miss the moments right before my eyes Crosswalk, Colorado Springs, on 100.7, The Word. Good God Almighty, I hope you'll find me, praising your name no matter what comes. Welcome back to Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. This is Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. Want to give a shout out for our harvest gathering. It's happening right now. There's two hours left. You can get in your car. Google Rocky Mountain Calvary. Find it on your maps. Awesome Bluffs and Academy. You don't want to miss it. We've got laser tag. We've got big air jumpers, boxcar maze. It's amazing. So come and join us. We're going to celebrate Jesus Christ, hand out a bunch of candy. It's our way of supporting our local dentists uh, in town uh, for sure. Whatever you're doing, maybe you're out uh, trick-or-treating, maybe you're just home for the evening, I just want to encourage you in this night that's known for darkness, that Jesus indeed is the light of the world. All the things that are going on in our culture can cause us to be concerned, but Jesus is on the throne. You know something that I love is when we see Jesus depicted after his resurrection and ascension, the scripture tells us that he's seated on the throne. 
He's seated because he's not stressed out. He's not stressed out about the economy. He's not stressed out about midterms elections. He's seated upon the throne because he's sovereign, because he rules and he reigns. And Jesus is coming back. And as believers, we're in a place where we are to be looking for and anticipating the coming of Jesus. I don't know about you, but it's tough for me to live my life in anticipation of Christ coming. I tend to live more in the here and now survival mode. We got to get laundry done. We got to get groceries. We got to get the kids where they need to to go, pay the bills and, and those type of things. And for us to to be in a place where we can be trusting the Lord and we can be looking for his uh, soon return. That, that's an awesome place for us to be. It gives us hope to know that Christ is going to return. He's going to set everything right uh, for sure. I wanted to take a few minutes to uh, pray for our city. As it is a night that's known for darkness, we just want to lift up our city. We want to lift up our police officers, churches, the safety of our city. Pray for the knowledge of Jesus Christ to be uh, expanded. So, Father, what a privilege uh, to be on the air right now, to just pray as a body of Christ, to pray over our city. Father, thank you for hearing our prayers. We do ask for a peaceful night here in Colorado Springs. Lord, this night that can tend to be known for evil, we just pray that your light would go forth as believers, that we could go out into our neighborhoods, not just tonight, but throughout each and every day of the year and share the love of Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray blessing upon our police officers. Would you give them strength and you give them safety, give them wisdom right now and into the evening. We thank you for them faithfully serving unto the Lord. We pray for the body of Christ throughout our city. I want to pray for pastors, Lord. Would you strengthen pastors in Jesus' name? Those pastors that are discouraged, attacked, those that feel like giving up, Lord, would you give them a fresh anointing of your Holy Spirit? We also pray for our civic leaders. We pray for our judges. Would you give them wisdom as they're making important decisions in in people's lives? We lift up this upcoming election. Lord, we pray that you would raise up leaders that love you, that are committed to your word, that are going to lead us in a Christ-centered way, Father. Lord, we lift up our city council to you, and we ask for your blessing in their lives. Lord, would you give them strength? Would you give them wisdom? Would you help them to fear you? We thank you for Mayor Southers and his faithful service to our uh, community. And and Lord, would you bless him and and his uh, family? But more than anything else, we pray for the knowledge of Jesus Christ. As believers, would you give us a greater knowledge of who Jesus is? And Lord, we pray for those that don't know you. Those listening right now that don't know you, would you open up their heart to the knowledge of Jesus? Would you give us opportunities to churches and individuals to share the love of Jesus Christ, to be that testimony to others? So thank you for Here in our prayers, we pray you'd bless the springs, that you'd bless Pueblo, Southern Colorado, Lamar, La Junta, Canyon City. Lord, would you be gracious to this this region of the state. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You're listening to Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. Want to remind you on this Halloween evening that light triumphs darkness. A few promises to reflect on is 1 Matthew 5. The Sermon on the Mount where Jesus encourages us that we're salt and light. And this is a great night to serve. Open up your home. Share candy in Jesus' name. 
love on your neighborhood as you're out trick-or-treating. Look to meet practical needs. They're going to see our good works and glorify the Father. Let your light shine. This is a great time to let the light shine. Also in John 8, Jesus tells us that he is the light of the world. And so we get to celebrate Christ tonight. The context in John 8 is Jesus coming in to the woman caught in adultery. He doesn't condemn her. He forgives her and calls her out of her life of sin and says, go your way and sin no more. And that's exactly what Jesus does in our lives tonight. What is it? What's the sin? Is it anger? Is it bitterness? Is it drugs? Is it alcohol? Is it sexual sin? His, his love comes in and provides forgiveness and calls us to a different way of living and gives us the power to do so. Also, as we think of the light of God, we think of 2 Timothy 1.7, where oftentimes fear takes us to a place of, of darkness. But Paul encourages Timothy, who had the tendency to be timid, says, God has not given you, Timothy, a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. So may God take our fear from us. We don't need to be fearful about the economy. We don't have to be fearful about the elections. We put our eyes upon Jesus Christ and he replaces that fear with his love. Perfect love casts out all fear. You're listening to Crosswalk Colorado Springs with Pastor Eric Cartier on Monday through Wednesdays from 5 to 6. Appreciate you listening. Appreciate you being part of today's journey, especially here on Halloween, taking the time uh, to listen. Want to encourage you as we do get close uh, to midterms, if you haven't got your ballot in, get it in, vote biblical values, get in the scriptures and vote that worldview. It's an important time in our state uh, for sure. It's an important time for what's taking place locally. If you're looking for a good resource on that, you can go to churchvotersguides.org. Again, that's churchvotersguides.org. It's a nonpartisan 501c3 compliant voters guide. I've asked the candidates where they stand and you get to read it for yourself. Also, it's not too late to come down to Rocky Mountain Calvary. We're having our harvest gathering. We're right in the middle of it. It's going great. We would love to see you out. It goes to 8 o'clock. We're at Austin Bluffson Academy, central part of the city. What you can expect is a great time in Jesus' name, giving out lots of candy, big air jumpers, laser tag, a maze for the kids as well, made out of cardboard. It's incredible. Our junior high pastor, Tyler, has done a great job. There's, there's games for all ages. So come, invite somebody to come with you. We would love to have you uh, this evening. How do you deal with darkness in your life? How do we deal with darkness in our culture? Well, God has given us this physical reality where light triumphs over darkness. The way you get rid of darkness is turn on the light. How do we get rid of the darkness in our lives? Turn on the light of God's love. Believe the gospel. Get into God's word. Be in prayer. Be in church. Be with God's people. Be in a place of praise. How about sing some praise on this Halloween evening and allow the love of God to be able to fill your heart. Colorado Springs is a great city. It's great to live here. What makes it great is us loving the Lord, serving one another. So this is a great evening to to bless our uh, community. So go out and serve in uh, Jesus' name. Just want to encourage you with this promise. Jesus said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. So right where you're at, whatever you're doing, driving the kids around, 
loving on grandkids. Jesus is with you. He never leaves you. He never forsakes you. Come back with us tomorrow night for Crosswalk Colorado Springs from 5 to 6. We'll be here Tuesday and Wednesday. And hope that you're doing well. Hope you enjoy your Halloween. So thanks so much for listening. Have a great night. And may God richly bless you. And treasures that fade are never enough. And you came along. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.